Good day. <laughs> Welcome to Set Apart Today Emporium, where you can find tiles, Ooh. floors, paints of all sizes and colors. That was good. Please let Ron assist you at the door. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> Welcome back, guys. Welcome back, guys, <laughs> to Set Apart Today. With Deja and Carissa. Yes, where you can believe it, receive, receive it, it, achieve it. Hey. Hey, yo. I say I boom, boom, it. boom, now everybody say, way, yo. Hey, 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 hey. Do you know that song? I don't. That, it was some viral video on YouTube, like, back in the day, like, back when you couldn't even days. upload, like, nine-minute videos on YouTube. Oh my god, whoa, that is back in the day, yeah. YouTube. Oh my gosh. She was like, say boom, boom, boom. Now everybody say, way oh. Way oh. <laughs> okay. If anybody knows it, let me know let because. Because she's on her own here. Yes. <laughs> totally on my own. Do you have a song or a movie or anything of the week? Hmm. I do have another song of the week. Okay. Do I have a movie? Have I watched a movie lately? I mean, I have. I have a good movie. Yeah, what's a movie? Um, Breakthrough. Oh, I still need to see that. Yes, it's really good. It's with Chrissy Metz. She's brilliant. And um, I'm not sure of the other actors' names, um, but the Allstate insurance guy is in it. Oh my God, is he? Yes. I need to see that um, movie. It's really good. It's a true story about um, a young boy that um, drowns and he's like pronounced dead for 45 minutes and he comes like back to life literally with like no brain damage like perfect nothing look at god yeah and it was like because of like the mother's like prayers so he's even like alive now and like he's becoming like a preacher and stuff love it it's a really no, really good movie need to watch it yeah need to find some time to do that do you have your song yeah so it's honestly i don't know how to pronounce this guy's last name todd galberth okay how great is our god it's really good like the classic how great is our god but no it's like we sang it at church like last week it's like the classic one but it has a little twist to it oh okay it's actually really good yes it's really good love stuff with a little twist <laughs> it's a little twist it's a little twist <laughs> you'll know it when you hear it because we sang it the other day okay perfect but it's really good so our topic for today dun, 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 dun. is redefining okay. i almost forgot okay i'm sorry Charu- take two take two ready is redefining. redefining okay what are we redefining though our purpose okay ourselves ourselves the reason why our yeah just ourselves why what i think mean? a lot of the times some of our characteristics are Am I talking loud enough? Probably some, not. <laughs> some of our characteristics are um, kind of watered down by people, and people kind of look at them as a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, we can take those same characteristics and find the good in them. You know, there's pros and cons in everything. Yes. And so you got to take the, your good and the bad and cultivate it a little bit and Smash make it, it together. Into good. Smash nice it together and make it nice good. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Yes. I, I agree. Like, Okay, I have, like, a personal story. So, mm-hmm. like, what, where this, like, whole topic was inspired by. It was, like, okay. So, I'm the type of person, like, I've been, like, known as, like, sensitive and, like, emotional my whole life. Like, oh, don't say that. Probably, like, 
in the past definitely like way more than now mm-hmm. but it's like oh don't say that you don't want to like offend her or bother her or whatever or like even just like i would like get hurt really easily get sick mm-hmm. really easily so since i was young people would always tell me like oh carissa you're such a delicate flower like everyone from like family friends like loved ones whatever has told me like mm-hmm. you're a flower and it always kind of bothered me i was like okay so people just think i'm like so weak mm-hmm. and then once i started like getting closer with god and i realized like the kind of power words have over your life i was like uh, nobody tell me <laughs> i'm a flower <laughs> i was like nope i'm not weak i'm not delicate i'm not having those words over my life mm-hmm. Nuh-uh. but then i was actually like stretching in the gym today and the, the thought just randomly came to me like okay so people have told me i'm a flower my whole life but what are the good things about a flower because I've, it's been associated like but like the bad things so a flower is delicate like it wilts over easily like it gets a flower gets hurt mm-hmm. so easily but like what are the good things flowers they're beautiful are be- flowers brighten up a room mm-hmm. flowers make everything beautiful flowers are like unique yep there's so many different ones <laughs> duh that sounds so dumb <laughs> but like you get what i mean no but it's true i mean i i didn't really make a list but it was more of like the mind state of like okay like flowers and plants like literally have like so many different uses mm-hmm. like tea medicine this this that whatever like and it's like okay here i am my whole life i was just caught up on like the few bad things about flowers when i never sat down and thought about the good things about flowers so true and there's a lot of good things there's probably more good things than bad things like everybody yeah, loves flowers exactly they make a great gift they make a great gift so like i don't know it kind of just like really like hit me hard in my head be like i've looked through it through the wrong lens like Mm -hmm. my entire life not that i want being weak claimed over my life but like (laughs) but i just i feel like it's so easy to get caught up in uh like the bad things people are saying about you or what people are saying you can't do Mm -hmm. and then sometimes you start to believe it it's so true mm-hmm. that's that last point is really big because i know even for me like growing up i've always been really and i think i've told you this before really underestimated mm-hmm. like you're just like oh you know you're just you know you're the artist and like you know you're just you're good at that area whatever mm-hmm. and i've never really looked at as as like smart and things like that like growing up i was always like out of all my siblings like i'm known as the dumb one which i don't understand because i think i'm pretty smart but okay, whatever yes <laughs> And it's, like, growing up now, and sometimes, like, I realized that I've doubted myself in certain areas, like, when it came to school and things like that. And it's because growing up, I was hearing that I was only good in this area, and Mm. I wasn't really good in that area. And I think now I know better because I realize, like you said, you know, when you get closer to God, you realize that some some things that were told are lies about us, you know what I mean? And I realize it's it's made me doubt myself subconsciously without even knowing when it comes mm-hmm. to certain things. So that, that last point you said is so big. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. We start to believe the lies that yeah, people you say, do. literally. Especially like, I've heard the stories like similar like that. Like a lot of kids doing bad in school, like literally because their parents tell them that they're stupid. It's like, imagine if you tell your kid every day that they're smart. Yeah. Won't they believe it and then actually like... Do better? Yeah. Like my parents weren't telling me I was stupid flat no, out. No, I know, I know. No, yeah. no, but I wanted to... No, I don't. <laughs> But they would be like, um, you know, like, you just, you're good at that. And, you know, 
you're just you know pretty girl who dances and yeah. who acts and blah, blah, that stuff but like oh you know don't don't do that because you're just you're not that smart oh like if they want i don't know like let's say we're arguing about something like my opinion wouldn't be as valid if it comes to like uh I don't know, a logical, not a logical question, but like a mathematical question yeah. or something just because I was looked at as dumb in that area, which I was bad at math, but I yes, mean like me being too. book smart doesn't mean that you're stupid. It just means that you're smart in different ways. You know, some yeah. people are, I don't know, smart when it comes to like English. Some people are more smart when it comes to math, but they're both smart. They just kind of have their own yeah smartness area. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded pretty stupid, yeah. but you know what I meant? <laughs> I knew exactly what you meant. <laughs> Own smartness area. Own smartness area. That's such a Deja thing to say. It's true, though. <laughs> it's so true. We're, like, we're put in this tiny little, like, especially when it comes to school. Mm-hmm, put in, like, box. a tiny little box of, like, what is considered smart mm-hmm. and what isn't. Like, 100 yeah. per It's crazy. Cent. Like, I even realized when I was a kid, like, like me versus my brother like i always like did better in school but my brother you know what those toys bionicles mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they were like almost like little robots that, like you would like build or whatever i like i couldn't build one if my life depended on it like i just could like my hands just could not do it the instructions were so complicated my brother had like a collection of them like, could build them in like seconds like and here I am, I'm like, okay, well, like, I'm acing my, my English and my science but test, I but, like, I literally can't put Lego together to, like, save my life. But it's, like, because I did well on those, like, standardized tests, I was put in that box in that mm-hmm. category, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's crazy. Things that people say about you, like, down the line, you subconsciously subconsciously accept it without even realizing. Mm. And it changes how you navigate life to be honest it changes yeah. how you even view even how you hold relationships it literally what you speak into people's lives mm-hmm. it always manifests yeah and you should speak good things because if you speak the negative things it's going to be a bad manifestation okay <laughs> and you can do like a lot more than you think like you can actually do so true like i feel like it's such a bad habit we like speak negative words over ourselves mm-hmm. like um Okay, for example, I went for, like, a run with my coworkers, right? And literally for, like, the whole morning before, I was like, I can't run. I hate running. Firstly, I do hate running. But I realized <laughs> when you run with other people, it's, it's way fun. more enjoyable, mm. okay? But I was like, I can't run. I'm so bad at running. I have asthma, blah, blah, blah. Like, you have asthma? Yeah. I didn't know that. But it's not, like, serious. Like, okay. I don't even remember the last time I took a puffer. Mm-hmm. But, like... Praise God. Yes. <laughs> Amen. Okay. But, um... But yeah, sometimes like if I, if I'm working out, like it's a little hard to breathe. So I just take a break. Mm -hmm. But literally the whole morning I was like, I can't run. I can't do it. I'm gonna have to walk the whole time. Oh my God. I'm like being dramatic, making this big deal. I ran the whole thing. It was like five kilometers. Mm -hmm. I was shocked at the end. I was like, I can't believe I just did this. I never thought I would be able to do it. But it's like, who told me I wasn't ever going to be able to do that? Like who told her so who I don't knows know. maybe it's, um like back in the day somebody told you that you weren't athletic and you suck at sports and you suck at this and then you just subconsciously you feed it and then you're just one day like i can't run it's like why honestly do you think that? i think you just read my freaking life because i'm pretty sure that exactly <laughs> happened like okay i was like just not team sports were just like not my thing growing up like 
everyone around me was like playing soccer or this, this and that. And I just sucked. And I honestly just didn't enjoy it. So like, I just, I wasn't that good. Mm -hmm. So I just remember like thinking, or I don't even know if people said this to me, but I'm just thinking to myself like, oh, okay, well, sports are for other people. Like being athletic, like is not for me. Like I'll just do dance or Mm -hmm. whatever. Like I just kept saying that to myself. And then I got to a point where I was, it was kind of like, I I lived that out. You know what I mean? I can't play any sports. Mm -hmm. I'm just so bad at sports. I'm so uncoordinated. I'm so unathletic, whatever, blah, blah, blah. It's like, but why like you know what i mean it's like why do i think these things about myself yeah because what if you found that like one sport exactly there has to be something out there we literally box ourselves so much it's crazy yeah we got to do better as humans my goodness (sighs) okay there's like i i always like get slapped kind of in the face (laughs) by god when i um hear stories of like people that had like severe disabilities or whatever mm-hmm. and how they overcame it but um there's this one guy that i've actually like um watched like one of his talks his name is i'm gonna pronounce his last name wrong i'm sorry his name is nick Vujicic, v-u-j-i-c-i-c mm-hmm. first name nick that's what's <laughs> important here okay hey, if you look this guy up he has no limbs oh wow he's literally just like a like a middle body like your torso and like a head and neck no arms no legs and he literally like like walks around like literally like moves around with like his pelvis or whatever that's amazing and um basically like obviously as a kid was like severely bullied Mm -hmm. um but it says in this article with time he learned to see his own potential and it's just like I love it. I I don't know what this guy thought, but, like, I feel like it has to be something, like, okay, like, he basically started giving motivational talks and speeches, like, all around the world. Wrote a bunch of books, um, has a talk show, um, made a short film, whatever. But his main thing is, like, he gives talks, right? So I just, like, can't help but think, like, maybe he was thinking, like, he's like, okay, I don't have arms. I don't have legs. But I have a mouth. Hmm. So, like, what can I do? What can I say? And people like that who just overcome or redefine themselves. Literally. Literally, it's like, makes me look in the mirror and say, what's your excuse? And then I get slapped We in got the face. red last week and now we're getting red again today. Ooh, this podcast <laughs> is for us. Like, <laughs> just therapy it's for us. It's like, what do you, what's your excuse? You have two legs and two arms and a mouth. And look at how much he's accomplishing with less than that. Mm-hmm. Without complaining. Yeah. What is your excuse? <laughs> tilt your head. Excuse tilt me. Your head. God's looking at you with a magnifying glass like, like, I see you. Yes, you. Yeah. And there's another, um, you know who Frida Kahlo is? Yes. She's a famous, um, like, Mexican artist. Yep. Frida. So, um, I don't know if you know, but so during her childhood, um, I'm reading from an article here, she suffered polio. Um, and basically, she because of all of this or whatever she had these like crazy like um no sorry it says here in addition her spinal problems were aggravated by an accident suffered in her adolescence which left her with a physical issue for her entire life so basically i think the polio caused something to her back Mm -hmm. she had an accident and then it, it whatever it got worse so um because of this like problem in her spine she suffered like severe severe pain from it 
but obviously like her paintings as we know are like super famous but she actually has one painting um it's called broken column Mm -hmm. where it's literally like if you look it up it's it's her body that she painted it's self-portrait but her spine is like a broken column Hmm. so it was just interesting because it's like honestly she looks like she lived like a very like sad life Mm -hmm. but she took like that pain that she was in and like redefined it into a form of art best way to do it again what is your excuse at deja at deja (laughs) at At deja (laughs) what is your excuse that's great. Especially artists. Like, that's a perfect way to... Because I know for me, like, I'm always, like... Growing up, I was always told, like, oh, that's such a Deja thing to do. Or, like, oh, that you're just so Deja. And I used to be offended when I was younger. Mm-hmm. But now I grew up and I realized, like, that... Honestly, I take it as a compliment. Just because, like, sometimes I am a little different. Like, I like things sometimes that other people, majority of people, don't like. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, that kind of... I'm always inspired. So that helps with your art. Yeah. So for artists, if you're ever feeling that, you know people are kind of crapping on your characteristics or whatever embrace it that's what makes you you go with it go make some good art with that yeah go figure out what's good about being a flower you know <laughs> like, exactly literally or um there's this great quote i don't know who says it but it's like i'm not bossy i'm a boss i was like love yes. that quote. literally Ooh. exactly that's what it's all about i'm yes. not bossy i'm a boss hmm mm-hmm. yep i feel like there's so many ways we can like redefine those like stereotypes of who we are. Mm-hmm. So whether it be like a woman, like woman, so like a gender stereotype or like a race stereotype or like religion or like whatever it might be where people want to define you mm-hmm. as a certain way. Like, I feel like your best example, like you kind of gave of like how people told you like you were dumb or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so, and you kind of like redefine yourself in that way. But, like, has there ever been a specific example, like, when it came to, like, being a woman, um, being a Caribbean woman, or being Christian, or, like, whatever it is, where, like, people wanted to define you as a certain way, and you had to, like, redefine yourself? Mm, I mean, growing up, I was always, I literally, for years, was called an Oreo. Called that, oh, you're... Oreo? Oreo, like, white on the inside, black on the outside. Yeah. Like, I was just like, oh, you're, like, the whitest black girl I've ever met. You're so white. And I used to cry, to be honest, because I, it was kind of like an identity crisis. Like, okay, everybody's telling me I'm white, but, like, I'm, I'm literally black. Like, I don't understand. And they were, I almost looked at it as they were, like, thinking less of me, which is, yeah, as a child, that's what you're thinking. And I was kind of thinking that I was being made fun of, you know, by my family, by friends. Like, they would, I don't think they really meant ill by it, but that's what just, what, that's just what they said. And I think now, first of all, what is being white on the inside and black on the outside? Like, I'm just Deja. Like, that doesn't... How do you... How can you be a race? (laughs) I don't get it. And so now when people say it to me, I kind of laugh. Yeah. And I... I People still say it to you? Sometimes. I make the joke now that I turned black when I was 18. Okay. (laughs) And I'm like, nobody's allowed to call me white anymore. Like, all right, you say, I'm just... I'm Deja. Like, whatever. But yeah, I just had to say, like... I'm not white because I like country music or because I listen to John Mayer or because I like to ski. Like, that's just things that I like. I also like rap music, but why does liking rap music make you black? Why does... Why does skiing make you white? Why does skiing make you white? You know what I mean? So I just say I'm Deja and I embrace all that I am. I always make the joke that I'm five different people in one because my interests are all over the place. Yeah. And that's kind of how I I redefined myself is just 
I'm me. I'm one of a kind. I like all these things. That doesn't make me white or black. That just makes me Deja. I love that. <laughs> I love that. Thanks. Oh my god. Wow. Wow. Okay. Thanks for coming, guys. <laughs> like, that was so. How good. about you? What's go? I mean, you said the flower thing. That's actually really big. The flower thing. Like, yeah, I just realized that today. That was like a big revelation on my life. That's really big. Cause like when I when you say people are calling you a flower, I would call you a flower. I haven't, but that's yeah. actually I don't know why I didn't think of that. You are, but I would think of it as you're a beautiful person. You're really oh, like thanks, sensitive, but you're yeah. sensitive in like a good way. Like if I'm feeling like any emotion i know that i can go to you and you'll sympathize with me Mm -hmm. or tell me like oh like rub my back or give me a hug not everybody does that yeah that's a good quality sometimes you'll go to someone's event and they're just like not even listening or they're like oh that sucks that sucks (laughs) but you like actually listen and you're engaged and you know what i mean so that's that's something that's a good quality and it's so stupid that people look at that and be like oh carissa the flower but it's like, no, Carissa the freaking flower. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Hell yes, I'm I would, a flower. Okay. I would prefer to be a nice sunflower. Yes. Oh my yes. God, you are like a sunflower. I'm going to stop calling you my little cannoli and my little sunflower. <laughs> little sunflower. Yes. Uh, I b- <laughs> believe it, receive it, achieve it. Yay. <laughs> I love that. It's, it's literally like looking at the glass half full instead of half empty. I actually read someone say the other day, it's like, uh, if the glass is like half empty, it's still technically full because half of it is water and half of it is air. True. I was like, that is so annoying. True. <laughs> True though. I used True to look facts. at life super glass half empty. Mm. And now I look at it super half full. Yeah. And I'm like, damn, I was sad. Yes. <laughs> it's crazy. Because even like insecurities and stuff, like if you flip it around and look at it in a different way, they're not insecurities. They're like superpowers. Expand. So like somebody who has, I don't know, like a model, if they have like really long legs or like big eyes or whatever, people will make fun of her and be like, oh my God, like you're kind of weird looking, whatever. But like in the modeling world, she's She's a photographer's it. muse you know yeah. what i mean and if you take those insecurities that people are making fun of you and embrace them you can make bands bands and make beautiful art so take your insecurities yes. look at them as your superpower and you win at life because <laughs> i love it because even like the whole like oh chris you're a delicate flower thing like then became like an insecurity of mine like oh i'm so delicate i'm so weak or whatever mm-hmm. people i'm so emotional people bother me so easily whatever but it's been like lately the past like year or two where I'm like, this this could actually be like a good thing. Yeah. Like the sensitivity. Like, like I remember with you one time, like I literally like walked into the room and I saw your face. <laughs> yeah. And it wasn't even like, there wasn't even tears. Mm-hmm. I literally saw the look on your face and I'm like, this girl had a rough day. And Ooh. then I literally, and literally I, there was five guys around us and mm-hmm. not a single one noticed this on her face <laughs> yeah so maybe it's just women's intuition but i would like to think it's because like no it's because you have Carissa. a sensitive heart yeah i saw the look on deja's face and i was like oh lord so i literally said to deja i'm like deja do you want to like go get some tea and then tears start coming in and she's <laughs> and like, like yeah yes. and then she starts bawling her eyes out i'm like yeah literally girl i knew like all i had to do was look at your face i didn't even have to ask you a question just literally. saw your face so that was that moment for me actually like helped me realize like okay like this that's this, a superpower this yeah this sensitivity that like was once like an insecurity like is actually now becoming something that is helping people mm-hmm. 
Because like she said, there was like five people around and nobody noticed, which is fine. Like yeah. I didn't really want anybody to notice, but I'm glad that she did because I ended up getting rid of all those yeah. emotions I was feeling. But she noticed and she was like, hey, like, let's go have a talk. And then she literally asked me that and poof, waterworks. <laughs> <laughs> but th- I think that that's what made me like, like so happy not happy that you cried but like happy about it was like you weren't trying to be noticed yeah like, you I were was trying to be chill trying to just be like you were like chill. yeah yeah totally fine i'm having a great <laughs> day and i'm like <laughs> things are great not fooling me <laughs> like <laughs> literally so yeah literally like insecurities if you flip them around because if you think about it too like god doesn't make mistakes like those insecurities quote mm-hmm. unquote that you have he placed them there for a reason mm-hmm. we just have to find out why mm. And if people are picking on you, that's probably because the enemy, let's yeah. say, doesn't want you to find those things that and turn them into good because he yeah. knows that's when you find your purpose and that's when you excel. Yeah. So if people are, if there's something that people are picking on you for, try to find a way to flip it around because there's something in that. There's something beautiful in that that is trying to escape oh and they're trying God. to just compress it. Oh my god, okay, it's literally like we were talking about what our favorite Robert Munch book was. Oh my gosh. There's this book by Robert yes! Munch, it's called <laughs> Stephanie's Ponytail. Yes, oh my we god. We are literally teaching a children's book right now. Yes, children's books are the best. Okay, oh it's about goodness. this girl who wears her hair in a ponytail, whatever, everyone has their hair down, mm-hmm. and everyone at school makes fun of her, and she says, it's my ponytail, and, and I, I like, like it. it. Okay. <laughs> As a child, I read this and I was like, you go, Stephanie. Mm-hmm. I was like, yes. I was, I read that book. So many times. So many Same. times. And it was like each day she came to school with like a new hairstyle mm-hmm. and each day they made fun of her and she said, it's my ponytail and I like it. And the next day they came to school it with caught. that hairstyle. Okay. Stephanie, she was before her time. Now that I think about this, I'm pretty sure we've talked about this on the podcast before. <laughs> This this exact book. No, we haven't. Are you we sure? We talked about it at your house last week. But we I'm pretty sure, sure before we we talked about it. No. All right. Well, maybe. Well, you we could be right. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps. One thing I did flip that, like, took a really, really long time was my curly hair. Mm-hmm. That took me, like, a super long time. Like, mainly because no one in my family had, like, curly hair. So, like... My hair just, like, looked like a mess, like, literally my whole life. And when I turned, like, 14, 15, I was, like, that's when, you know, YouTube kind of started to come mm-hmm. about. So I was looking up, like, ways I could, like, fix my hair or whatever. But even, like, the girls that I was around and my friends, like, didn't really have the same kind of hair. Mm-hmm. So I was, like, totally alone. I was, like, barren desert alone. So what did I do? <laughs> I straightened it. You found obviously. a straightener. I found ah! a straightener. My friend helped me find, like, you know, heat protectant spray, helped get it pressed, mm-hmm. sleek, whatever. So, like, I had, like, a puff from when I was, like, seven until, like, 15, you mm-hmm. know, or no, 14, 15 was, like, crunch. Oh. Like, my hair was the moose, crunchy, the moose. yeah. I remember that. And then I just straightened it, and then once I straightened it, I, I had this, like, this boost of, like, confidence because I was, like, oh, my God, I feel like my whole life like no one around me has had the same kind of hair as me mm-hmm. or maybe they did but they actually knew how to work it so it looked different than mine <laughs> you know what i mean and i literally like wouldn't wear my hair curly after i started straightening it because i was like my curly hair is so ugly but then eventually it was like 
But, like, I was born this way, so, like, mm-hmm. why would this be ugly? Facts. And it, it took it took a lot for me. Like, it took other people's help, too, to, like, help, like, oh, yeah. build my confidence up with that. Until finally, now, I do not care. Like, I leave the house, like, with whatever, but, like... <laughs> and I'm always like, I love your hair! Yeah, like, like, it's <laughs> gross. Now that I'm, like, at the gym all the time, my hair's just frizzy all the time, but, like, I don't even care. But, like, that was something, like, that, like, took a hit to, like, my self, like, perception and stuff that I had to, like, work through a lot. And But I redefined it. Like, I really thought it was ugly, like, pretty much, like, my whole mm-hmm. entire life. And even, like, everyone in my family, too. Like, it was probably, like, some certain words, too, of, like, oh, Crystal, like, your hair is, like, so hard to manage. Like, yeah, little oh, your hair like is, like, that. so annoying. Like, mm-hmm. or, like, every time, like, someone would, like, brush out my hair, there was so many tangles. Like, oh, curly hair is so annoying. Like, like, and I was, like, well, it's what's on my head. And it's funny, because <laughs> now, how many, how much confidence do you get because of your hair? I get, like, all the time. It's crazy. So, you see how something yeah. that was so beautiful, people just try to, like, crap on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> horrible but it's, i did i went through the same thing with my hair like yeah. i feel like most black girls growing up like you get your hair yeah. perm you get it straightened because society even your own family like i'm so happy that black people don't look at it like this anymore yeah but like we crap on natural hair like ha- hopefully i mean what am i saying now everybody's so embracing yeah it which is crazy that we have to embrace it because this is what grows out of our own head yeah but yeah definitely with that too i used to straighten my hair like crazy Mm-hmm. I think I stopped getting it chemically straightened, I think, like, 10 years ago now. Mm-hmm. But that was, like, it was literally, like, always straight. Always, yeah. always, always straight, which is just crazy. Now I don't really care much. Like, I'll straighten it because I want to. Yeah. Not because I feel like I need to straighten my hair. Yeah. But it's crazy. What, like, it's a little off topic, but, like, like, for example, like, you feel like you have to straighten your hair because that was, like, neat or mm-hmm. you know what i mean like or maybe it was just easier to manage or that's like what how everyone else had their hair or whatever mm-hmm. but like even in the workplace now or like whatever like why are like certain styles like considered like unprofessional i have no, i wish i knew like why is like okay let's say like a big like fro like in front of your face or like curls everywhere or like braids or dreads or whatever like i don't even understand like why that would be considered like unprofessional or i whatever. wish i knew I wish I knew because I don't get it either. It's crazy. I just feel like, again, it's people just seeing the beauty in something and mm-hmm. wanting to compress it because I I don't get it mm-hmm. at all. I think dreads are awesome. I think afros are awesome. Yeah. Curly hair is awesome. Straight hair is awesome. How is hair deemed unprofessional? Haters. I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, literally. It has to just be haters. I don't get it. But that's what I realized. People always, too, like, things that they're insecure about, they'll kind of, like, put that on you. Mm. Like, remember, I think I told you one time, like, I'm naturally skinny. Like, I'm just a scrawny woman. Yeah. And- oh, I already know what's coming. <laughs> yeah. I already know what's coming. And I, growing up, like, my family, like, my extended family would always be like, oh, like, you're so skinny. And, like, make me feel really bad about myself where I was, like, insecure growing up a mm-hmm. lot because of how skinny I was. And I remember one time I was at a friend's house, a friend's house. And Not this girl, friend, like, yeah. right. And this girl, like, she's always, she's kind of insecure about her body. Like I got into the point, like in my teenage years, I just like, this is my body. I love it. I accept it. Whatever. I'm a yeah. dancer. Most of us are small, like whatever. Yeah. Well, and in the dance world, you have the perfect body. Well, thanks. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you have an amazing body either way. I'm <laughs> just saying. Like, 
Thanks. But yeah, this girl, she's she's pretty insecure about it, or yeah. about her body. She's always talking about like, oh, I want to change this. I can't wait till I get the money to change this. And I'm always just like, kind of quiet, like you know, like Chilling. that's yeah, if that's what we want to do. Go ahead. And I remember one time, like it was me and one of her friends, and we were changing in her room. And again, she was crapping on herself. She's like, oh, like, I'm so fat. And then she was like, you know what? I'm actually not that fat. I'm pretty skinny. But, like, I'm not as skinny as Deja. Like, she's too skinny. Gross. And I was just like, what? Like, why are you even bringing me up? And I kind of told her. I was like, I'm very happy with my body. I'm very healthy. Just because you're unhappy with your body does not mean you need to talk about me. So you need to just handle your story. Tell and her. I told her that. Because that's not something you tell a friend. I would never. Like, why? How does you talking about yourself? How do I even come into the scenario? And I even think about, like, extended family members of mine who, the ones who've commented about my weight are always the ones that are like, oh, I need to lose weight. And they're always <laughs> complaining about how unhappy they are. So I feel like a lot of times people who crap on your insecurities or try to make you feel insecure about something, it's because there's they're something in them in that they're insecure about. It's the typical, like, a bully Yeah, is the one that's being bullied or yeah. whatever. Hmm. That that's why we gotta spread love, guys. It's true. It's true. And that's literally like that scene from Mean Girls where they're all in the mirror and she's like, oh my God, my pores yeah. are so huge. Yeah. <laughs> and they're all saying bad things about each other. And they look to Katie to be like, Katie's hello, like, why aren't you saying something bad about yourself? She's like, like I'm happy with myself. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> dang. think it's something real quick. But it's crazy. And that's another thing. Like, if you have friends who are making you feel insecure, those are not your friends. Let them go. Friends should be Preach. uplifting you. Preach. Like you said, it took outside people to kind of help you bring with your self-esteem that's what it's about like even with you guys like i'm super insecure about my skin because i don't have perfect skin it's something that i'm still working with and when i had carissa and a couple of our other friends over at my house one day and i was really nervous Mm -hmm. to not because they slept over i was really nervous that i wasn't gonna have makeup on because it's something that i'm insecure about because i have like acne spots and whatever and they all lied to me. <laughs> they all lied to me and told me how beautiful I still looked and whatever. Kanaka always says good friends lie to you. Good friends lie. <laughs> so shout, shout out to them. But it, it honestly helped because that's something that I was really insecure about. Like, yeah. oh my God, like I'm about to look pretty different because my skin isn't as perfect as it yeah. usually is. And they made me feel really awesome about it. They were like, oh no, you still look good, whatever. I think they were lying. I don't care. It really helped. <laughs> so I was like... I saw this girl, firstly, I saw this girl without makeup, but I was like, what is wrong with this girl? (laughs) See what I mean? God bless her. (laughs) And they all, like, all of them were just like, you know, like, wow, like, I'm proud of you because I know that's something that you're insecure about and whatever, Mm -hmm. like, good on you, whatever. They made me feel great. So that other girl probably would have made me feel really bad about it. I was like, oh, girl, whatever. But you know what I mean? (laughs) Oh, girl, your spots. (laughs) But these guys, like, they knew it was something that I was insecure about. And, like, they've been, since I've met them and since they've known about this insecurity, they've, all of them have kind of been helping me kind of work through it. So get friends that uplift you. Don't get friends that make you feel bad about yourself. That's, those are not friends. Let the church sing. Amen. Amen. Like that is a preaching right there. Legit. That's a legit preaching. Gotta get good friends, man. Yeah. For real. Friends that will help you redefine who you are. You gotta do it yourself. You gotta definitely do it yourself 100%. But sometimes you do need some help Mm because, you know, as much as you need some people, you need need to have a little circle of encouragement. Of encouragement, exactly. Because sometimes you're own thoughts are louder mm-hmm. than what's the truth so sometimes you need to just help drown out your negative thoughts yeah like um like stephen hawking right 
Like, he was married. Like, he had a wife that was, like, his bestie. You know what I mean? So it's like... I'm sure, like, she was there, like, mm-hmm. when everyone in the world was saying, oh, you can't do this and you can't do this. Yeah. She's like, go Baby, talk yes, with you your can. eyes, honey. Like, yes, go, <laughs> like go off. <laughs> go make that computer. Like, Facts. you know what I mean? Facts. I you mean, gotta... there's a movie where I could learn what actually happened, but I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure it was something like that. <laughs> something along like, the lines. It's true when they say, like, what? Oh, David's getting a phone call. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's why you're supposed to put your phone on silent in the I'm, studio. I'm so, I know I should have. I had it on Do Not Disturb. I don't know what happened. Anyways, call that person back. Um, it's like what they say, like, behind every successful man is, what does they say? Is a strong woman or a good woman or whatever? It's true because... You, Damn straight. Yeah, you need that. You need that, like, extra support. You need that extra voice to kind of drown out your own. Mm-hmm. So, find even if it's one friend... Find them and keep them close. And if there's no one, you keep going. You keep going. You, you got JC. Pushing. Yeah. Jesus is always there. He's always there. <laughs> Even when we're not checking for him. <laughs> like, been there. Like, I don't know. I just always look at these people that, like, have, like, literally no limbs. Yeah. Or, like, if, even if you watch, um like, the Special Olympics, like, just once. I know. Just watch it literally, once. Literally, I'm just like, what am I doing with my yeah. life? feel like oh like what what you were mentioning earlier like how we all have like a purpose here and it's all whatever i so i personally think i know some people like hold like different beliefs but like people that are born like let's say like with like autism or like a Mm -hmm. disability or whatever like duh like they're here for a purpose but it's like they have that specific thing like for a purpose Mm -hmm. sometimes that purpose like might be to be healed so that like like it can be shown like what god can do Mm -hmm. in someone's life but sometimes i believe that that purpose is is not to be healed it could be for example like this guy that has no limbs Mm -hmm. to show that like his purpose is clearly to show that like you could literally do anything literally or like sometimes a lot of um a lot of parents that have children like with autism whatever and stuff like that or children with disabilities they might think like like did i do something wrong Mm -hmm. or like or what happened, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But it's, like, those those children, those people, like, they're a, they're a blessing. Like, mm-hmm. something is going to be taught through them that can't be through anybody else. Ooh, so good. Like, so good. truly, yeah. That's so true. And same, same goes, like, with anybody, whether it be, like, oh, you're delicate or people think that you're dumb. People think you can't do this. People think you can't do that. Oh, um you can't create like the theory of the universe or whatever because like you can't talk or mm-hmm. whatever it might be um but like who said who said that <laughs> like, who said that who, who said, said that who said because um i know god doesn't say that Woo! i know mm-hmm. that i know that yes honey. yes i know that you shouldn't say that about yourself mm-hmm. so I don't know. I like to tell myself that every day when I hear like something negative come through my mind. I'm just like, who told you that? Yeah, facts. That's something. Well, who, to is yeah, like, who is she? Yeah, who is she? Here's my thing too. If you like, even if you're saying bad things about yourself, I say if I wouldn't say this to my friend, my mom, my sister, my daughter, why are you saying it to yourself, Deja? And then mm-hmm. I kind of just fix up and be like, you know what? 
we can do this. Yeah. We are this. We are that. Because honestly, negative thoughts are just lies. You could do anything lies you put lies. your mind to. Yeah. If you want to do something and it's not hurting anybody, do it. Mm-hmm. You can. Don't lie to yourself and say that you can't do it. You can. You have that desire. That desire was placed in you for a reason. Mm-hmm. So don't listen to the lies. Don't Mm-mm. let your insecurities hold you down. Mm-mm. One thing I'm working on redefining for myself too, which like you're going to get like mad at me for it, but also is like, um, like learning to like, like my skin because I see, she just rolled her eyes at me. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. No, I get it. I I get it. I get it. No, I know you get it, but I, (laughs) I know you for sure have had like a lot, like more problems with it in life. But like for me, I'm this whole thing about like me having like bad skin or whatever. Cause I have like a little bit of breakouts. I have bags under my eyes or whatever. It's like, but who told me that I have bad skin? Literally, who told her? Who told her? <laughs> <laughs> I want to punch them out. <laughs> they just pissed. Because she has good skin. I, I look at myself. I guess it's like the lighting I'm in all the time. And I'm like, meh. <laughs> I don't like my skin. But also, I'm just like, bro, your skin is fine. Mm-hmm. Like, who told you that you have bad skin? So, you know, the flower thing, that revelation I had today was big, but... I'm, like, saying this to myself as a reminder that, like, something I want to work on is, like, redefining, like, who I am and, like, my skin. Because mm-hmm. even people tell me all the time, oh, my God, Krista, like, you're so pale. Oh, my God, like, go sit in the sun or whatever, blah, blah, blah. It's like, okay, but if I was born this way, then, like, Why, which at, one would like, be like? <laughs> I hear that. It's true. It's true. That's something I'm going to do. Do you have something you want to actively redefine for yourself? I think it's my skin. Like, that's, skin like, too. that's, like, my issue. Number and, one. like, it's gotten better, but there's still times when it's just, like, ooh. And it, what's helping me lately, actually, is the fact that God doesn't care that I have bad skin. <laughs> so, like, he doesn't. And he still loves me, whether I have a zit or whether I don't, whether I have acne spots and whether I don't. So it's, like, why do I care? Mm. But it's like, that's like the human side of me that cares. So it's just, I'm working on it. But it does help me saying that God, you should only care if God loves you. Like as much as I love you and I love this person and that person, it should really only matter if God loves me and if I'm making him proud and if I'm doing things that he wants me to do. And he doesn't care that I have acne sometimes. Mm -hmm. So that's helping me, but I'm still like, sometimes he doesn't care this, all the this time girl over here this girl over here has great skin i'm like you know like i kind of want to like God, have great skin too oh, you know how many times i just healed my myself? cramps but like i rather honestly like i rather take the cramps than this acne like, to yeah. be honest <laughs> so it's it's a process but i think that just like not caring as much because i definitely care yeah and i i need to not care because mm. it doesn't take away from who i am as a person what's inside is what should matter not yes what my face looks like mm-hmm. so it's I'm working on it. I've said to myself, like, so many times, like, oh, I just wish I could wake up with glowing skin. Yeah, me every day. And then I wake up and I'm like, oh, <laughs> nope. <laughs> try, try again, again tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> try again tomorrow, okay? Angels, literally bring your work. glory on my <laughs> face. <laughs> literally. Put sunshine in my pores. You know, like, so I'm glowy out here. Yes. But yeah, that's, that's like, that's my, like, issue right now is just the skin. Mm-hmm. So I'm working on it because I shouldn't care. I honestly shouldn't care, but I do. And the fact that I, and I know that I care because it doesn't make me feel good, but it's like, why does it make you feel good? And it's because, and when I ask those questions, it's 
the bad it's not a good answer it's because like i know people are gonna look and be like girl what's wrong with your face you know what Mm. i mean and it's like i don't care what people think except when it comes to like my skin and that's kind of so it's not something that's good Mm -hmm. it's definitely something that i'm working on but i'm just like lord I wish you would just heal it. <laughs> like, come on. So I just, you know, like, he's making it. A get over this hurdle, but he's just painful like, process. My, my parents are saying that it's getting better. Yeah, I don't necessarily see it, but they're like, no, like it's definitely getting better. So like, oh, we'll see. I'm just like, okay. can it be better already? <laughs> we could. I actually don't like wearing TikTok. makeup to be honest. Same. That's why I kind of just like stopped. Yeah, but also like I did for a little bit, but. My workplace has the grossest fluorescent lighting and it has not been good for my self-esteem. Like, literally. For, nobody looks good in fluorescent lighting. It's so annoying. Oh, my God. I go to the bathroom and I'm like, wow, Crystal, what happened to you? You washed <laughs> up. So well, Crystal. Dirty girl. Like, <laughs> so gross. Oh, my God. And then I come home and I'm like, oh, my skin's cute. Like, yeah. you know what? If you're ever feeling oh down God, on yourself, yeah. just go in some sunlight. It's true. And you'll feel better. It's true. Because when I'm taking up my makeup at the end of the day and, like, I'm like, oh, my God, my skin's looking good. Like, I feel really pretty right now, whatever. And then, like, I go outside and I'm in, like, shoppers and the lighting's so bad. And I'm like, ew, why did I leave the house like this? Yeah. I look gross. <laughs> you looked pretty when you left. What happened? Like, oh, my God, what is that on your face? Like, it's just really bad. But when I'm at home and, like, I'm just like, oh, my God, like, I'm feeling good. Like, thank you, Jesus, whatever. Point. And then I get into the fluorescent lighting and I'm just, like, want to cry. <laughs> The devil is a liar. Can we ban fluorescent lighting? <laughs> I don't want to see fluorescent lighting another day of my life. I'm with you. Lighting, Listen, I'd be okay. I'd leave the house. Last, face. last week, we talked about how we can, you know, change the world. Mm-hmm. So let's put into the atmosphere right now. We're banning we're fluorescent banning lighting. lighting. We're going to do it. If that guy could do what he did in Walmart, what's fluorescent we lighting? Can- right <laughs> piece of cake because nobody looks good in it nobody everybody always says i look horrible in present lighting everybody says that who even well invented then. this like why does it even exist you know what oh my god i'm so mad we're gonna get like sunlit <laughs> soft light candles into every office yes all right yes. it's happening so you're welcome guys yes <laughs> um 50 years in the future you're welcome you're welcome Deja and Chris, so we did that. <laughs> because we believed it, we received it, we achieved it. Hey. Yes. <laughs> oh All right, guys. Thanks for listening again to this episode. Yes. We hope you have a lovely day. A lovely day. A lovely, lovely day. I hope evening. that you don't ever walk into a place with fluorescent lighting. <laughs> Yes. And if you do, just don't look at yourself. Don't look at yourself. Hide all mirrors. Until we come out with our beautiful sunlit soft light candles. A to the men. Yes. Okay. (laughs) See you guys soon. Catch you guys later. Bye.